Hello and welcome to Toe Club. I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson. And this is part two of the discussion that, if you listen to these in order, you just heard. Yep. You may not be listening to it in order. I understand that. But if you are listening to this and it's the first one you're listening to, just go back to the one before. Yeah, this is a double parter. Yeah. You may not actually need to have seen the first one to understand the second one. That's it, right. Because be we're, like, we're sort of picking up where yeah. we left off, but we're not revisiting necessarily. No, exactly. It, it may might be like The Evil Dead. You yeah, don't need right. to have seen the first one. The second one's kind of really a, That's why I've never a just, remake of the first I've never, one. Yeah. Baffles my mind about Evil Dead 2 is it's essentially a remake. Yeah. And everyone was cool with that? Yeah. Because the first one was kind of made, you know, with flip books, basically. Yeah. That they just went, ah, here's some money, have another go. But has that ever been done before where it hasn't been like Hollywood remaking like a, you know, because Hollywood takes small films and remakes yeah. them. But is that the first time the same where someone they've just got a hey, second look, go? Nice try. Yeah. <laughs> we'll give you a little bit more money and see if you can get this right. We'll call that a mulligan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, good audition. That's, I like what you've done. It should have been Evil Dead 2, colon, The Mulligan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Evil Dead 2, slightly familiar. <laughs> so, yeah, this is, this is going to be self-contained. Yeah. But um, what, we, what we were talking about in the previous episode that you wanted to bring up again. Yeah, I, I got sent a, an email uh, by one of our listeners. And the headline was just, um, you have to talk about this. <laughs> Sorry, let me just say... I just re- remembered back to what, like, you were about to read that letter, then we started talking about people soliciting you for sex, yeah. and that took us off road for about. What, Somehow 40 got minutes? us to the little kid from Jerry Maguire. <laughs> That's amazing. I know. Oh, I, hate, I would hate to have to listen to this show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone has to listen. It's not on the curriculum or anything like that. Like, I have shows. I don't know if you've ever had this experience where they show. Um, you know, blue healers to, no. you know, police <laughs> trainees. Maybe they... <laughs> it's an initiation. They, you're a country cop and you go to your, like, your first day at a country cop station and they're like, well, uh, first you need to watch this initiation uh, DVD. <laughs> that would be awesome. I'm sure John Wood has been uh, employed at some stage to do like... I mean, because the Victoria Police obviously had a police advisor on the show, so as probably a bit of a quid pro quo, I'm sure they got Marty John Sachs Wood or John Wood to do some Police corporates. Of, yeah, I reckon. Yeah. Probably the case. Host some police trivia nights. Well, maybe not. <laughs> Playing the police band. Like blue light. Red, was it like blue light? What are they called? Blue and red lights or something like that? Blue, and, blue light discos. Oh, the, what, no. What were the, the police bands? They always had like a police pun. It's called oh. like, you know, uh, 411 or, or something like that. Police release me. <laughs> oh, there's that one uh, covers band. No, the, the Victoria Police had that band called The Police. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, boo. boo. You suck. Uh, all right. So somebody uh, sent me an email. And uh, I'll, I'll just start with the headline of the story they've sent me. And the headline's so good that I've actually broken it down into three parts. So I'll just read you it in three parts. Uh, man high on bath salts. So it's already a good story when somebody's gone, I'm going to get high on bath salts. Like, I didn't know you could. I'm sure. Have you, you ever looked if- at a, some Radox? When you were soaking yourself after high school footy and going, I could snort a line of that Radox. No, but I, I, I can understand where that's come from. Like, I remember once I couldn't find any weed and I was on hands and knees like looking around on the floor to see if maybe I'd dropped a bud or something like that. And I found one little bud, but it was just covered in dog hair. <laughs> And, I was, and there was, it was impossible to extract all the dog hair from this yeah. tiny little bud. And as I was chopping it up, dog hair is getting into my mix. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm about to smoke dog hair because I'm such a horrible fucking junkie. But in my head, I would be like, maybe it'll make it better. That was part of Well, I had the idea. I said, what if I smoke this and yeah. it's the best drug in the world? And then I'd have to explain to Gemma when she came home from work while the dog was completely safe. <laughs> We're getting another dog. <laughs> All right, so man high on bath salts. He's seen the rock in the corner of the bath and gone. Did oh, they say how he took the bath salts? Uh, I don't think it actually does. Uh, I should snort them. snort them. That's the first thing. You or do. you could smoke them like crack. Or, in, or ingest them, mix it into some. Did he drink his bath water? <laughs> no, you dilute it too much. That's ridiculous. Put it in a glass. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Reach for your re- reach for your glaze, your glass, mm, your glass. Reach yeah. for your glass and and put some water in and yeah. Well, you can put it around the top of your glass like a um, uh, margarita, like a margarita. <laughs> <laughs> so a little bath salts around the top of your uh, your glass cocktail. Next time you go to a bar, yeah. Order? Uh, could you order like an Epsom margarita? <laughs> an Epsom margarita served in a glass, <laughs> please. <laughs> 
That's what I would like. Uh, okay, man uh. high on bath salts. Second part of this headline. Arrested in a bra and panties. So clearly... Good night. Yeah, it's been a good clearly night. Clearly the bath salts did something. Yeah. Like, you know... Well, not necessarily. He could have been a cross-dresser. Probably. Could have already been in bra and panties. Yeah. Before he decided to take the bath salts. Well, no, he, he. In what order do you think that happened? Did he get on the bath salts, or did he get in his bra and panties? If he was a legitimate crossdresser, he could have been in the bra and panties and was like, "Fuck, I'm out of vodka." Yeah. Why don't we have a crack at the bath salts? Well, I'm, no, I think they would have mentioned if he was a crossdresser. How would they know? Is that is that pertinent <laughs> to the article? I don't know. They seem to have uh, got a lot of other information about him. But if no, seriously, if they had found out he was a crossdresser, is that pertinent to why he's in a brown panties? I don't think this article, as we read on, Charlie, <laughs> has necessarily just adhered to things that okay. are pertinent to the story. All right. uh, man, high on bar salts, arrested <laughs> in bra and panties. What do you think the third beat of this sentence is going to be? What could make it worse than you're already high on bar salts and you're arrested in your bra and panties? I'm going to take a stab and say bestiality. You actually are not far away, Charlie. Good good guess. Man high on bath salts, arrested in bra and panties, accused of stabbing goat. Ah, uh, oh, that's, yeah. that's not funny. <laughs> well, you're a fucking, don't you belong to Peter or some shit? Yeah, I'm not saying that I'm endorsing him stabbing a goat. I'm just saying this is a The cross-dressing headline. and the bath salts, I'm totally fine with. Yeah. Well, this is what's happened, though. Yeah. He's got high, Charlie's chain style. He's gone on some sort of bender. And <laughs> Charlie instead of Sheen like, has never stabbed a goat. Charlie Sheen held a knife to his wife's fucking throat. I've got to be honest with you. If it came down to holding a knife to a woman's throat or stabbing a goat, I would stab the goat. Yeah, right. You know. What, what situation I'm not sure would they situa- ever be your two options? On that popular TV show, slit your wife's throat or stab a goat. <laughs> and it rhymes. <laughs> That's a great show. Goat or throat. The theme goes... <laughs> Are you gonna slit your wife's throat or are you gonna stab a goat? It's all down to you and the audience will vote. <laughs> and then there's all these people holding up signs that say, slit, 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 <laughs> yeah. stab, 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 go, goat. That's awesome. What's yeah. the show called? Uh, goat or throat. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't so much... What you said it was how you just threw it away. Like, yeah, it's obviously goat throat. Goat throat. throat. It's very simple. Yeah, obviously. All the rules of the game. We're done. Lunch done. <laughs> are explained within the yeah. uh, name of the show. It's like hole in the wall. Okay, so he stabbed a goat. Yeah, he stabbed a goat. So a US man found wearing women's underwear and standing over a goat's carcass. So th- this is where they found him. He's in his women's undies and standing over a dead goat. With crumbs of bath salts across his top lip. <laughs> told West Virginia police he was high on bath salts. Can I just interrupt? Are the name, the, is the name of the guy being given? It's not yeah, Dave no. Anthony or no. Derek <laughs> no. It does sound very walking the room. Yeah, no, this is a real uh, news story off the, off the worldwide internet. Okay. Uh, and, okay, and their name's him. His name's Mark L. Thompson. Okay. Not to be confused with Mark Bomber Thompson, former <laughs> coach of Jean. Uh, Mark L. Thompson of Alum Creek was arrested at his home on Monday. Okay, so he was obviously at home in his brown panties, stabbing his goat. Yeah. A criminal complaint uh, charges the 19-year-old. Oh, wow. For some reason, I thought he was old. Oh, I thought he was old too. Yeah. It's like, like you dirty old goat stabber. Yeah. But now he's like a young You know what? It's probably bad they got him now because it sounds like yeah. when they look back at Jeffrey Dahmer yeah. and the neighbor's like, well, he seems like a normal guy except that one time he dressed up in women's underwear and stabbed Stab a goat. So it's probably good they got him now. Yeah. You're right. That is the sort of thing, some story that they would tell. About a serial killer. Because yeah. you graduate, you start killing animals yeah. and then you graduate to humans. Yeah. So it's good that they got him. Yeah. Mark L. Thompson could have been the most notorious serial killer. I don't, I don't want to cast dispersions on his character. Not before the trial. But he could have been the greatest serial killer Possibly. the world has ever known. It may have been. Uh, cut down in his prime. A, <laughs> charges the 19-year-old with a cruelty to animals. So he hasn't been charged for the, the bra and panties. Maybe, you know what, maybe it was like one of those old goats with the beard and he thought it looked like a terrorist. Well, maybe yeah. he thought it was like a, you know... Where is he from, Virginia? Yeah. Guaranteed that it'll be his defense. <laughs> I thought it was a Muslim. Your Honor, he had a beard. He had a beard. He's clearly a terrorist. <laughs> I was doing it for my country. Even though I was high on bath salts and in my bra and panties, I knew it was my job. Um, 
Sheriff's Deputy J.S. Shackelford says witnesses reported Mr. Thompson standing near a neighbour's pygmy goat in a bedroom. Whose bedroom? I it just says a bedroom. In a bedroom. So he must have been in a neighbour's place? I assume he's in the neighbour's place with their pygmy goat. Right. He was wearing a bra and female underwear. The goat had at least one stab wound. No, oh, well, stabbing, like, implies that there was yeah, heaps of yeah. stabs. Yeah. Well, what are you like, saying? The one stab's okay. No, but you know what? Before, I had an image of a, of a an old guy yeah. in bra and panties. You know, yeah, exactly. A frenzied, like, yeah. Yeah, really stabbing a goat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so is having the goat sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> it does. It's like, dude, we should fucking finish these beers yes, and just go and hit fringe bar and just fucking stab some goats. Stab the goat. Stab the goat. Well, okay, you want to go to some goat? Is that what Is that the sound of goat makes? That's a, it's when you like uh, want to have sex with old ladies because they're like nanny goats. That's yeah, what you call yeah, it. Stab a goat. You ever yeah. stab a goat? If you're mate? into gilfs, yeah, grandmas, you like to fuck. Yeah, you would like. Yeah, you like to stab a goat. Oh, I'd like to stab that goat, mate. <laughs> I was down at Bingo the other night, mate. Fucking goats all over the place. <laughs> Stabbed the shit out of them. Oh, my God. Is things that sort of person would say. Yeah. Uh, Corporal Sean Snuffer. That's not a real name. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a real name. Sean Snuffer, love a goose. Uh, Corporal Sean Snuffer says Mr. Thompson indicated he'd been high and wasn't in his right mind. Well, that Wait was- a minute. Did he even need to indicate he was high? Or state that he wasn't in his right mind? Well, you know what? When it comes to court, Eddie, they suddenly do the whole you know, mental insanity defence. I think the fact that he was found in bra and panties stabbing a goat will work in his favour. Yeah. At least in that regard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mr. Thompson was held on $50,000 bond. And um, oh, jail records didn't indicate whether he had a lawyer. Oh, he'll be fine. In that instance, right, just say, so he's going to plead insanity. That's the best way out of that situation, isn't it? so. It's to say that, you know, I was I high. The goat, and, and I thought the goat was Satan. Yeah, that's right. And then you, you know, point back. So if he actually is a cross-dresser, yeah. because a lot of cross-dressers, that's just like a thing. It's like a, an affectation. People like to cross-dress and that not necessarily affects them. Doesn't mean that they're going to stab a goat. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just a thing. Like, yeah. Some people like to cross-dress. Yeah. They but might be an accountant. If it comes out. A humanitarian. The find if the prosecution finds stabber. out he yeah if the prosecution finds out that he is a crossdresser yeah. that's not going to help his case for being insane because if you're trying to plead insanity you'd want as many things as possible to point to the fact that this is out of out of character behaviour yeah oh you're right okay so you're saying if he's ordinarily a crossdresser yeah he would want to suppress that and pretend like oh yeah I've never done this before and you know, bath salts and all this kind of like if I was him I'd argue that. Um, I was getting into the bath and I tripped and fell nose first into the bath salts and yeah. then accidentally inhaled some. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, fucking I'm wearing fucking my I'm wearing bra and band. He's stabbing a guy. Stabbing a guy. That would be my defense. <laughs> the, def- the defense rests. <laughs> you know what it's like. Mr. Clausen, I'm sentencing you to a million life sentences for the worst defense ever presented to this courtroom. <laughs> I'm no fancy big city lawyer, but... <laughs> I tripped, obviously, landed face first in, in bath salts, inhaled, put on, I was cold, because I was about to have a bath, I was naked, so I thought I should put some clothes on, I grabbed some bra and panties, and then End saw up a terrorist goat. <laughs> so I'm in my neighbour's house, there's a dead goat, I don't know what happened, Governor. Alright, just say you are him, Mark L. Thompson. Yep. Not Bomber Thompson. No. The dual premiership coach of Geelong now yep. with Essendon. Yeah. Um, and you played insanity. Do you reckon you'd be good at committing to that? Do you reckon you could fucking like, you know, your your freedom's at stake or I guess a, a better form of freedom than, you know, going to jail, put in a mental institute. Do you reckon you could maintain the insanity thing or would people see through it? Oh, people would see through it. No good, not good at liar. I'm not good at acting and I'm not good at... And I, I would it's just... It's not about acting, though. I, I, you just need to... It's not like you have to run around going, blah, 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 blah. No, but that's what I would do. I'd end up like... Going, <laughs> the most obvious I'd going into a court with like a, like one of those hats that has like a an arrow through it and I'd be like, I'm wacky. Because like I just wouldn't know how to well, if you convincingly... Main, but, but if you maintain that, I, 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 I argue that if you maintain that, just so you do put the bucket on your head and going like... Bleh. Would you be able to commit to that, like, 24 hours a day, seven days no, a week? No, I'd get really bored of having a bucket on my hands. I would. Maybe I'd like, I mean, maybe if I had to convince people that I was mental. 
right? Yeah. For whatever reason. I right, just say you were Michelle Leslie, right? So you end up in that horrible, horrible fucking place. Yeah. And you are given an option to get out. And they say, you've got to plead insanity, Will, yeah. to get out of there. Could you do it? Yeah. Where would you start? I'd swear a lot and I'd masturbate furiously. <laughs> They'd be like, he hasn't changed a bit. <laughs> no. They'd bring over meat. They'd fly me over as a character. <laughs> I'd be like, so who's insane? The guy jacking off in the corner and like talking constantly and swearing. Yeah, it looks like Will. <laughs> but, that, but that's what I mean is like, I think that that is something I could... Yeah, off. you I just amplify off. what you so do. So So everything, yeah. that, stuff that you do four or five times a day, yeah. you're just going to do it. I just times do it publicly. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to my cats, swearing at random things, and masturbating in public. That's what I do because that's things that I actually was like, wow. Like I mean, really, I would have the ultimate freedom if I could just like masturbate wherever. I would argue that you would have to. I mean, that's fine. That's going to be your yeah, way of proving you're insane. Yeah. But I think that how I guess I define insanity is um, to have no no apparent awareness or understanding of the situation at hand. Oh, yeah. But so, like, when, would, you're, would, when uh, you're in the courtroom and they're like, this is the courtroom, this yeah. is a, a sanctified space, don't speak out of turn, you would have to be swearing and yelling and they'd have to subdue you all the time. Like, that's what you'd have to do. Yeah. You'd do it? Yeah. I reckon I could do it. I reckon <laughs> I could definitely pretend to be insane. Well, what would you pretend? What would your thing be? I think I would just, well, I'd constantly talk. <laughs> And I'd masturbate furiously. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I would. I would just constantly be. If this is insanity, then I don't want to be sane. <laughs> I think I'd take your approach, but rather than swearing, it would just be. I just would not engage in whatever was being presented to me. I would not engage in it, showing any level of understanding. So, you know, if I am meeting with my lawyer, mm. I would be asking, you know, what time does when's the first bounce and all this kind of stuff. You know, so I'd, I would just mentally start to create a situation myself that is completely different to the one I'm in. Do you know what I would do? What? Be like Gary Boosie in Celebrity Apprentice. Yeah, right. Have you seen I him in that? Seen it, no. That's what he's like. Yeah, right. It's like when they're doing something, he also is doing it, but in some parallel universe <laughs> yeah, right. where everything is a bit out of sync of what they're doing. So he's fully committed to yeah. that idea that he's... Like, you honestly believe that he... Un- so do you think then Gary Busey is legitimately... Insane, or do you yes. think he plays it up? Oh no, I think he's legitimately insane, and I feel bad enjoying it. Like I sit at home and I watch like Celebrity Apprentice, and I and I see Gary Boosie be mental, and I honestly constantly keep saying to you know people around me, they've got to stop rolling these cameras. Yeah, this is an entertainment. This but is evidence. But why do they have to stop rolling? Is he being dangerous? No, I mean, because there mental. is a- you're exploiting a mental guy. For people's amusement. But there is, well, I guess, I mean, I guess it's the thing about consent, isn't it? Because there is a school of thought that mental illness is so stigmatized at the moment. Maybe if people had more exposure to it, it would be less. Look, I know what you're saying. It's not true. What? Well, in this case, anyway, Gary Boosie is not helping. Like, if you're saying that, like, if people have more exposure to people who have mental illness, then they would have more sympathy or be able to understand it better and work Maybe. better. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, okay. Gary Boosie isn't helping. <laughs> he's not helpful for being understanding of mentals. Because he's on a show no, where they all have to work together and they all hate him because they're like, we, little John's like, I can't get shit done because Gary Boosie's too mental. <laughs> Meatloaf is like, I'm trying to hold... Meatloaf is trying to hold things together, Charlie. Wow. When Meatloaf... When he is the anchor... <laughs> Of your team. Meatloaf was really crying the other night because he just did not know how to handle Gary Boosie. Really? Yeah. And was he, he was... singing, I would do anything <laughs> for Trump? <laughs> oh, it was very sad. And I'm like, he's clearly mental. Should yeah. we be like... But like... It's, that, it's that argument about like, um, Sam Newman does that segment on the footy show, the, Mel- the Aussie, uh, no, Aussie, <laughs> the Aussie footy show, as opposed to the Pakistani footy show. No, the, the Melbourne footy show, yeah. AFL footy show. Street talk. And that is generally he will go to like a shopping centre and he'll just do a vox pop with, you know, people on the street about football. Yeah. And generally, more often than not, the ones that get the biggest laughs is when he runs into someone who's fucking like mental or yeah. like, uh, he is dement- like or suffering from dementia or something like that. Because also, I think most people who are not mental know to avoid Sam Newman when he's got cameras around <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, right. Like the very idea that you would be interviewed by Sam Newman on television. You must be mental. You're mental. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it's like you must be above this height to, to go on this ride. You have to be mental. So what, at what stage does that become exploitation? If the people, if the person with the mental illness or dementia or whatever is consenting to being 
front of the camera with Sam Newman, like, is it... I mean, you could argue that, oh, they've been taken advantage of, but if that person, if we're granting them the same kind of respect, that, well, you can consent for whatever life choice you want to make. So if you want to humiliate yourself in front of a national audience, that's up to you. Like, I don't know. I think there should be a teeth count. Like, do you barrack for Collingwood? <laughs> like, you can't come on camera. A lot of those people don't have many teeth. And I think you should lose some of your rights and privileges as a member of society when you lose your teeth. Like, yeah, there should be a teeth cut off. It's like, I've always thought that you should have to answer a series of questions, not particularly difficult questions, but a series of like reasonably simple questions about our political process before you're allowed to vote. So before you went in, <laughs> Like, no, but just like the idea of like, which house of parliament does the prime minister sit in? Or how many boxes do, do you need to tick above the blob? Yeah, do you really? Okay, test me because I think I would fail. So what's the first question? Of the two houses in the Australian political system, uh, federally, which house... Are they the two parties? Is that what you Of mean? the two houses, the two houses of parliament. Okay. Name the two houses of parliament. The red house and the blue house? <laughs> no. Uh, the two houses of parliament. Um. Uh, in our political system, <laughs> yeah. uh, people have two titles. Okay. They are either a MP or a... Parliament. Parliament, parliament <laughs> house? Is that... What, am I... All right, you don't get to vote. What are the two houses? You they tell the me and I'll, and I'll go, oh, what are they? Okay, so you have the House of Representatives. Yeah. And you have the Senate. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, I knew that. And I the didn't Senate know they were is, houses. Though. The Senate is the house. Of, I didn't. I actually. The Senate yeah. is the house of review. So I, I, you know, I actually don't know. Any so of bills are put together, of course, like in the House of Representatives, and then they're sent to the Senate for review. So that's why I say they talk about something could be blocked by the yeah, Senate right. because they're the House of Review. So all our members of Parliament are either MPs, members of Parliament, or they are. So that they'd be the honourable blah blah blah, or yeah. the senator, you know. Yeah, senator, right. I didn't blah, know blah, that. Blah. So, what's, yeah. What's your second question? <laughs> uh, which uh, house of parliament does the prime minister generally sit in? Senate. You don't get to vote. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> you genuinely don't get to vote. I really don't know this. They are simple fucking questions about Do how the system fucking, operates. You're like a you studied journalism and Dude, but Canberra you're voting. And... You're going in there and voting. Yeah, but there's I two pieces of paper you have to vote. When you go into the box, they give you two pieces to be of honest, paper. To be honest, do you know what those two pieces of paper are for? Not really. One's for the House of Representatives yeah. and one's for the Senate. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I just put the numbers down so I can get out of there. I really, <laughs> I don't. I don't think my vote counts. I'm one of those. Well, uh, it does count. That's the problem. I'm one of those cynics. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't interest me. I mean, look, I know um, this is. I just, I just, it doesn't interest me enough. I'm fine with it not interesting you, but you shouldn't be allowed to vote. Oh, that's fine. I'd you be happy. Have I'd, to, like, you know, yeah, I would. I'd be happy not to vote. Yeah, because I don't. I don't feel it's going to make a difference either way. I would. In fact, I've been fined for not voting quite a few times because yeah. I just it doesn't concern me enough. It doesn't interest me or concern me enough. I wish there was more of that because I, I don't think that they need to be like you, you need to have a really extensive knowledge. You should just basically know what it is that you're contributing to. Vaguely, how it works. Well, you know, so you'll go to vote, and they'll say, "Hey, if you want to vote for this party, yeah. you know that you're like not, you're, you know, you're not allowed to draw a dick and balls. <laughs> you know that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not allowed to, like, you know, shape it into a pirate hat. Yeah, but I don't, I, I don't vote with any greater understanding of political parties other than, you know, fucking the the the, the ideologies that you see printed on those pamphlets before you go to vote. So I see only the best of every party. And I from their PR teams, and then based on what they're selling me, I will vote for that. Mm. So you know, I don't. That seems like a great way to run a country, doesn't it? <laughs> Mate, I have to be there. I'm forced to do it. I don't have a lot of faith in the system because ultimately, I think that all the parties are exactly the same. I don't, I don't feel, I don't believe in any political heroes. There's no politician that I'm like, well, that person's a hero because ultimately, I think they're all compromised at some at some stage. But do you ever pick like a an issue that like you know you think is an important issue and like say see that, which parties yeah, like that, have you know yeah, and that's what I mean based on the PR department for the because they're the, the their stance on issues is what you'll hear about at election time. So. You know, whether it's about the environment or education or that kind of stuff. But ultimately, they're all telling me the same thing. They're all saying they're going to make stuff better. Yeah, but they're going to make stuff better in different ways. 
Yeah, so the, I don't dig that deep. Yeah, like because you're you, basically you're going. I'm thirsty. Yeah, and one of them saying, "Well, well coke. I'm gonna like uh, uh, give you a coke. Mm. Uh, it's gonna rot your teeth, but you won't be thirsty." And another one's like, um, "I'm gonna give you some water because it's better for you. Yeah, uh, but it's gonna cost the same as the coke because we need to, you know, put some money back into the economy and blah blah blah." Yeah, and the third one is going, "I'm gonna piss in your mouth." <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, "Well." They all want to make me less thirsty, so I guess they're all the same. What's your stance on boat people, mouth mouth pisser? <laughs> so I think, well, all I'm saying is that, you know, there perhaps should be a simple little five-question test before your vote counts, yeah. or your votes could count different. The more you knew, you could, like, get a waiting. Oh, you know what? I totally agree with yeah. that. I'm much... Look, other people can run the country for me. There's people out there who know a lot more about the issues than me. Just fucking give me the shorthand, give me layman's terms, yeah. break it down. And I'll fucking, I'll vote for the one that, you know. All right. So there should also be a teeth test yeah. before you go on street talk with Sam Newman. Yeah, all right. You should have to have a certain amount of teeth. But there must, surely there's some fucking, I'm, I'm sure like Einstein wore dentures or something like that. So you probably, that, you're going to have guys. Yeah, but he wore dentures. This is my point. Oh, if you go yeah, out and see, you, don't you would not have believed Einstein if he's rocked up, like he's already got wacky hair. Right, if he's rocked up to his press conference to give you a bit of fucking E equals M C squared, something. And by the way, a lot of his theories have just recently been proved. Like it's taken all these like amazing scientists and physicists and whatever have recently been proving things that he thought up years all ago. those years ago. Like absolute fucking genius. If he'd rocked up to a press conference to fucking lay his latest shit down, and he had three teeth, I'm not believing a fucking word he has said. It's a good point. Because he looks kind of insane as it is. Yeah, but like incredibly creative insane. He looks great. Well, he looks like Doc Brown from Back to the Future. Exactly. But with a moustache. Yeah. If Doc Brown had no teeth, do you think that would change Back to the Future? Back to the Future? That Marty was hanging out with this creepy old oh guy God, with, no teeth. with no teeth. And you wouldn't really believe he's like in the, you know, Marty, meet me at Twin Pines Mall. Yeah. I got something I need to show you. Is, is, <laughs> is it that gap in the yeah. front of your mouth again? Marty, you follow, Marty, follow me into the men's toilets. I need to show you my flux capacitor. <laughs> takes a totally different meaning when you got no teeth. It does. Like, I mean, I would not trust a guy to invent time travel if you can't fucking floss. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it just, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't trust him. So, um, I think I could pretend to be mentally ill if I needed to be. But it would have to be... Um, I think I could be artistically mentally ill, you know? Like Joaquin Phoenix in that film. Yeah. I think I could definitely do that. So, okay, just say I, I pitch a movie idea to you and it's like, um, we're going to, people are going to think you're destroying your career. I'm going to film you, make a documentary about, you know, your stand-up now. Becomes- people are thinking you're, you're trying to destroy your career. I'm going to film your stand-up <laughs> <laughs> and show it to people. And I'll be like, what is this? Is this some sort of hideous experiment? Well, let's uh, just say that. So we map out, we're going to do the Joaquin Phoenix thing where I'm going to document you. We plan it all out. And yeah. so each of your comedy festival shows, you're going to get more and more insane. You're going to grow a big beard and stuff. You reckon you could do that for like 12 months? Definitely. Easily. Like as an experiment? Yeah. But yeah. There's, a, there's a finish line. Yeah. I definitely think that I could... Go off the rails. Really? I've always thought I'd make. But it you good. can't tell anyone, not your family. Can I get it? Not your friends. Can I get involved in drugs? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's fine. But it's just you and I. You can't tell anyone. So yeah. If like, because you know, you just say you go on fucking um, uh, seven pm project yeah. and you fucking piss on the desk or something like that, and yeah. Kev White calls you and is like, "What the fuck are you doing? You're ruining your career. You can't tell him. I can't even tell my manager. No, it's me and you. Wow. Would you do fun. it? <laughs> <laughs> Like, there's always been a part of me that... The problem like, is, the fact we're talking about it means we can never yeah. do it. But there's always been a part of me that um, uh, has thought, I'd just love to take a year off life. You know, Daniel Day-Lewis style, go and be a fucking cobbler or whatever. And just, yeah, grow a beard and, like, you know, just do a lot of drugs or, like... Mate, you can grow a beard. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's allowed. I've got some big rock and roll dreams. I'd like to grow a beard. <laughs> No, like a, like a, you know, a crazy beard. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, a... Joaquin Phoenix beard. Yeah, like, why is Will wearing that awful beard on the 7pm project? Yeah. yeah. You shaved your head once, I remember. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, that caused a, a fucking big stir. Yeah. Because it was I have really... awful looking head. It was really short, though. You look like fucking Neo from The Matrix when he wakes up in the goop. You were like, <laughs> literally like a skinhead. Yeah. Like, I was expecting, like, you know, the next episode of The Glass House is going to be, like, readings from Mein Kampf yeah. or something like that. That's a fucking skinhead. You yeah, are. I did not have a good looking head. Like, it's terrified me about going bald now. 
Yeah, right. Because like I'm just like Your my dad's not bald. Head is awful. Well, my dad's kind of bald. My brother's bald. Well, go, go, going really? bald. Yeah, and he's younger than me. So well, you've had a good hair. You don't yeah, hair I do so bald. far. Fingers crossed. Imagine, imagine happens in one weekend. Yeah, but totally. That's what I fear. <laughs> I fear shit like that. Yeah. Because I've now seen how ugly my head is without yeah, hair right. on it. I think maybe I'd have to get like fucking plugs. Would you? I don't think I could. But nah, if couldn't. I felt like I was losing it, maybe I could go to one of those places where they uh, grow your own hair and they just put it in and you wouldn't notice. I don't actually mind the bald. I'm not going to go bald. It's not in my family. No one's bald. And Gemma has told me pretty much like anything could happen to me. Physically, and she'd still stay with me. But if I lost my hair, she didn't really have to question it. She's not a fan, man. Like I? even if I point out like the Bruce Willis's and the Jason Statham's and the other fucking good-looking ball guys, it doesn't work for her. No. She's very much about the Samson thing. She needs to have hair for to find a man virile. Yeah. But I point out to her like I think some dudes like Bruce Willis and like Bobcat Goldthwait, <laughs> they rock the bald head really well. Yeah. Don't you reckon? Like, I think Bruce Willis looks cooler now than he did oh, when he was David Addison. Yeah, yeah, no, Bruce Willis looks great, Bob. Yeah. There are definitely people But who... the way, that it's also the way, like him and Ron Howard, with the caps and shit, and it's like, oh, yeah, I see what you're doing. Like, now you've got an affectation. You're the cap guy. You're always wearing caps. But they do it really well. Vin Diesel, you know? I don't even think he's fucking bald. He just shaves it. <laughs> Vin Diesel? Yeah. Uh, do you Is think? he bald? I don't know. That's weird. And someone, someone posted something on YouTube about a week ago. And it's uh, Vin Diesel. <laughs> it's a breakdancing instructional video from 1986. And it's a young Vin Diesel. And because I don't know if you know this, but there's, there was a lot of... He's never commented on his ethnicity. Like people are like, oh, is he Italian or is he African-American? You know, because he's sort of got that mixed race kind of look going on. And he's never commented on it. Doesn't think, you know, as he should, doesn't think it's important. Why should comment on it? But then you see this breakdancing video and he's got like the full jerry curls and the fucking headband and stuff. And it's like, oh my God, I can't believe you would go on to be like the modern tough guy, like the new Arnold. Like in this film, he's this skinny little rake guy in a tracksuit, like doing like uh, the running man and all this kind of stuff. That's really funny. But he obviously, I think he shaves his head because he's got a good one thing and he's 16 in this video, so who knows? Maybe he had too much hair. What do you mean? Well, maybe it all just, it too much maybe it all just came out. <laughs> oh, yeah, <right. laughs> it just all grew out of his head. Yeah, he got it real quick. He got all, yeah. He got the same hair as everybody else gets, but it just would not stop. Because that's what mine's like. I, my hair grows so fucking quickly. Yeah, mine too. Like I, I get my cut, haircut every like three weeks or whatever. And there's like, it goes from looking like a haircut, like a haircut, like a haircut. And then just fucking overnight, yeah. I am like Vin Diesel in a fucking breakdancing <laughs> film. Clip. Like seriously. When was the last time you let it grow long? You, I've known you almost 10 years and it's always been short. Yeah, I, I am, because it just looks awful, long. Like I had it long when I was first started doing comedy when I was about 21, 22. It was like shoulder length. How long length. did it get at its longest? I was shoulder length, yeah. you know. It was like uh, not Eddie Vedder when he first uh, came no, out, but Eddie go. Vedder a couple of years later where he was like <laughs> rocking about complex. shoulder length. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Yeah, I grew my hair up when I finished. It was a bob, Charlie. I had a bob. <laughs> <laughs> When I finished healers, because I was so over having a short back and sides, I grew my hair out real long. Yeah. Even I got down to the shoulders as well. But then, because my hair's quite dark, I get greys and grey short a lot. And I had this thing about guys with long hair that's grey. Yeah. Like, unless you're Jeff Bridges, yeah. like, it's you can't pull it off. Otherwise, you look like a failed musician. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's something about long Failed musician, hair. or you might get a lot more of those sort of medieval style movies you might have got a bit more Lord of the Rings or you could have been a young Gandalf no I don't think if you're rocking that 9 to 5 because they can put extensions on you like I think if that is your look my perception of guys who when they walk into a room and they're like you know mid 40s and they're sort of silver and they've got ponytails or long hair it's like record producers so yeah it's like so so we know who's got the coke yeah exactly (laughs) exactly if they have a gold earring especially and a brown brown suede jacket long grey hair Earring, yeah. you definitely have cocaine. Um, I went to the uh, Royal Show and um, uh, they had a lot of tasting places. You know, you can go and like get some, you know, taste taste some biscuits, for example. Uh, and all the biscuits have won like awards and stuff, you know. <laughs> Award winning biscuits. Yeah. Yeah, right. I, I honestly had a conversation um, uh, with Aaron where we both 
um, like we ate the biscuits and they were all different little variety biscuits and but one of them had won an award and we had a 20 minute serious and solemn <laughs> conversation about the award worthiness <laughs> of that biscuit and whether it, and like we were really like I think that really did justify it I mean it it really melted in your mouth I can see why they might have given that biscuit an award and I was like wow we need to smoke less weed <laughs> <laughs> but um, they had uh, wine tastings and uh so we've rocked up to like into the first wine tasting and the guy who worked there listens to the podcast oh really yeah he's open by telling us that right and then but what we were doing at the wine tasting because it was the middle of the day right and we were still going to go on some rides and shit like that um (laughs) hang on did this happen when you were 12 or this is no this is like a few weeks ago we went to the show (laughs) we went to the show to eat biscuits and then get on rides yeah all right Got, I got a show bag, Birdie Beetle show bag. <laughs> you really? I did, yeah. They're still making the Birdie Beetle yeah, show bag. 20 best, Birdie Beetles in one show bag. Best value for money you can it's get. fucking brilliant. <laughs> you can knock that shit back too. I seriously knocked about 15 Birdie Beetles back that night. They are fucking delicious. <laughs> this seriously sounds like uh, it's a wine tasting for a 12-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of going to a, like a, a beautiful vineyard, you're going to the show and eating chocolate and biscuits. Honestly, that's what it, it was such a fucking fun time. We um, oh, saw this girl... You know the the yeah the tramp stamp tattoo like you know the over the yeah. the, the the bum. Um, I have seen the best one. Like it's the ultimate like tramp stamp tattoo. This girl bent over and her, like her top came up and her like pants went down and it was just there on full display. It was a tattoo of that Michael Jackson signature. All oh, right, you know like just yeah. across. The back, yeah. like rest in peace, fucking Michael. I don't it know. Was, that's the ultimate. Oh, dude, it was so. No, like, it's the I've ultimate. Never seen it's one of the most ultimate. Sh- yeah, no, of course. If it was a Playboy bunny on the base of the back, that would be. No, like, no, no, no. This was even worse than a Playboy it's bunny. It's Michael because, Jackson. No, but like, if it had been Molly Crew, who's getting a Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson step? fans don't fuck. <laughs> like. A Michael Jackson groupie. Like, if it had been, you know, like Motley Crue or Guns N' Roses. But or... that's what I mean. But those, like, things all suit getting that sort of... Who gets Michael Jackson? Oh, I agree. It's a terrible tattoo. A... But it's yeah. like the ultimate tramp stamp. No, I mean, like, ultimate as in because it, like... It's... All those other ones make sense. If you had, like, a Motley Crue thing or like whatever, you go, yeah, that's exactly what, what I expected tramp. to see. That's that. what a tramp would have on her body. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hi to all our listeners out there who yeah. have tattoos of heavy metal bands on their tailbones. I'm not saying that I object to that. No, I'm just saying that's what you like, would expect to see. Yeah. You would not expect to see the Michael Jackson. a tattoo of the autograph of Michael Jackson. So was it like Michael tattooed her bum and then she got, the, oh, you know, I'm going to get this tattooed before it fades? Um, no, no, no. It was, well, of course not. She's not a no. 12-year-old boy. <laughs> <laughs> it was that you know famous Michael Jackson signature yeah, that's yeah. on all the albums yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. That logo. Almost. Yeah, with a, it's an M with a swoosh and a little star at yeah. the foot of it. Yeah. yeah, there was that exact logo. Across, across her back. But anyway, so we did that. We went um, and watched like dogs, you know, run through hoops and shit. Oh, like a dog show. Like a dog show. Brilliant. Loved it. I thought for a second you were going to say, we went and watched dogs fight. Yeah. Like Michael dog Vick. Fight, right? yeah. uh, <laughs> I was like, wow, this so fucking... The, it was a great show. The Easter Fair has really yeah. changed. Cockfighting. Uh, we saw a lot of cockfighting. Uh, then we went to the Thunderdome. Yeah. Two men enter, one man leave. It was brilliant. There was a retarded guy in a helmet with a little midget giving him orders. And this, and this wanderer from the wasteland, they called him Max. <laughs> Will, were you just on the couch watching Thunderdome? I have Kaiser Soze'd the shit out of just one night in front of the TV. I've thought <laughs> you I'm started gonna... with Babe and then you watched Mad Max. It's like, well, this didn't happen. I was sitting right next to you. You're mumbling to yourself. We went into a haunted house, like it was a Hollywood haunted house. Oh, it was full it was of... one of the full ones where they get people dressed Actors. up. Actors. And... Yeah, right. I want to do that. Is it cool? Would you like to do that as an actor? Can you no, imagine no, no. 12 hours a day? No, no, no. I'd like to go through one of those. They sound. Is that where they chase you with chainsaws yeah. and shit? Was we went good? through twice. <laughs> yeah, but... You were stoned, right? So your paranoia is fucking through the roof. We loved it. We had a bo- we had an absolute ball. I think um, I'd shit my pants. I'd love to do it, but I think I'd be too scared. It's really scary, and and because it, it was a Hollywood one, they had like you know a girl chained to the bed like in the grudge. And, and you can fuck her. <laughs> You're allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> you can fuck her. No. Would you like to go into the rape shed? <laughs> Eight tokens. <laughs> This Easter fate it's changed. It's horrible. <laughs> First he went to Thunderdome. 
was a rape dungeon. So how does it? I'm sort of dog fighting. How's it work in the haunted house? Because I've, I've, I've had friends who've done it. Yeah. Where like people run at you. Like, yeah. what's to stop you punching the guy out? Because you're so freaked out. Are they, do they keep a distance? They don't get too close. They don't. And that, the problem is, if you don't buy into it, like if you don't run away, suddenly there's an awkwardness. Yeah, right. Because there is a point where they have to stop running at you with a chainsaw. Yeah, right. So do you know what I mean? Like, there's like a zone. Like, so say we're two meters apart, right? And yeah. you're. He'll run out with the chainsaw, but he has to stop at like a meter and a half. Yeah, yeah, inside the safety zone because yeah. he's not allowed to actually hack you with a chainsaw. Yeah, I know. Right, but so if-, if you don't react in the way that people normally react at that speed, if you do, it's really smooth. Yeah, like he runs at you, you, you move on, next, everything's yeah. fine. Yeah, but if you don't move on so quickly, suddenly there's this awkward moment where he's just standing like, rah, rah. I say rah again. Do you know that because you did stand there once? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Why? What? What didn't get you? It must well, no, no, we, no. You know what it was? The, the second time we went through, there was a bit of a, it was a bit more busy. So there was like a bank up. So the people hadn't kind of moved in through in front of oh, us. Right. As quickly, so there was so. no way to nowhere to run. <laughs> nowhere to run. Oh god, <laughs> that would be. They should slow down the intake of fucking customers. I know they're trying to make a profit, yeah. but you know. Oh yeah, I reckon. Um, I'd be terrible at that. I mean, I get scared easily. When I was a kid, we used to do like the haunted house thing. Where did you ever do that? You'd pull the blinds in the room and. Uh, you know, people, your sisters would hide and stuff, and you'd walk in. Never did, did that. Your own we didn't house. have fifteen people in our oh, yeah. family like you, <laughs> Sorry, Charlie. I forgot. You must have I had all, an entire cast. You must have had all these amazing adventures with the thousands of children we who used lived to, in your shoe. But we used to build a haunted house. We had this tape that Mum and Dad had bought back from Disneyland. I think it was like you bought it from when you went to the haunted castle, whatever the Disney Disney one is. It was called Ghostly Sounds, oh. and it was like a five minute tape of like. Um, so they lead you on this kind of journey where you're like walking through this area and they, there's like laughing jack-o'-lanterns and a ghost. And so it's all spooky sounds, like five minutes. So we'd put that tape on and we'd dress up the room, we'd pull all the curtains and we'd light candles and stuff. And you know, my sister would create bats out of paper and stuff and hang it up and then we'd play the tape and we'd walk around the room and try and scare ourselves. <laughs> and I used to shit myself. Like I remember being absolutely fucking terrified. My sister once tied fishing wire from one side of the room to the other on like a 45 degree angle and then put her t-shirt on a, on a coat hanger. So when I walked in the room, she let it go and it looked like the t-shirt was moving across the room oh. on its own. And I remember being so fucking scared. And another time, my other sister, Rachel, she got mum's hat stand, which was like a foam head and painted like a ghoulish face on it <laughs> and then put it on a broomstick. So when I walked in the room, she was like, ooh, and his head was floating. I would shit myself. And so I can only imagine as an adult, it would bring up some deep-seated fucking childhood fear and I'd probably punch someone out. I, I imagine, like, and we were talking about this when we did it because we did it a couple of times, is that you'd have so many punk-ass kids being yeah, yeah, pricks kicking and in stuff the nuts too. And shit. You really would just like to fucking smash someone in the head. <laughs> I've got a chainsaw. I've got a chainsaw. I'm going to quit next Thursday. They're going to miss one <laughs> or two kids. You don't need two eyes. This kid doesn't need two eyes. <laughs> so, okay, so we did, um, we went and looked, at, we went and ate food, which yeah. was delicious. Um... We uh, went on rides. Oh, we, we played some sideshow uh, sort of alley games. You know, well, like... What's sideshow alley? Like gave you a blowjob or something? No, sideshow alley. sideshow alley game. Sideshow alley. Like, you know, where you throw like darts a prostitute balloons, in London or... in 1840s. No, you put balls in the clown's mouth. No, I'm sure you put balls in someone's mouth. But... Yeah. You know, like any of those sort of like games. Like, you know, where you shoot a gun at a pop yeah, gun. Yeah, right, thing right. Like that. Carney yeah. games. Carney games. Carney right. games. Sideshow alley. Yeah. That's what it's called, man. Sideshow alley. <laughs> So anyway, carnies. Yeah. And they were proper carnies too. Like it was How many a, teeth? Oh, they weren't voters? They would not have got on street talk yeah, right. with the amount of teeth they had. Um, but basically, um, Amy won this like massive like unicorn, like, you know, soft toy unicorn. So then she had to carry that around for the rest of the time we were there. And I looked like this ultimate like, you uh, know, one, my American girl. teen guy who's won like this yeah, giant yeah, yeah, unicorn yeah, yeah. for his girl on some date in some romantic thing. Whereas she'd won it. <laughs> and I was just like... Oh, man. Honestly, Will, how I, many, I, I pay for the tokens. How many people had that thought besides you? Oh, no, <laughs> that's what we looked like. We looked like... That's fucking... what you thought. I don't think anyone was looking at you going, look at that guy. One is girl, the biggest fucking I think a lot of people are like, he's a big shot. Really? He's a big shot, that guy. Look it, at how he's won her that giant stuffed toy. I guess it's kind of like that thing. <laughs> Look at how he, they've spent $40 <laughs> on tokens for something that would cost $2 to buy from China. I, they're amazing business people. I guess it's like that thing when you're going down the street and you see a dude carrying flowers and mm. you're like, oh. Nah. But he could be going to a funeral. <laughs> 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 I don't know. 
But everyone always goes out. Uh, like every time I bought flowers yeah. for Gem and I'm coming home, like especially women, you pass and they give that look of, oh, you're a good one. You're, you're, you're a catch. Speaking of, um, we were talking about dad jokes at one stage. Um, uh, a, a whole episode ago. Yeah, that's right. It's a double partner. <laughs> okay. For anyone who didn't listen to the first one, Charlie warned you at the start. <laughs> that's right. Um, uh, is there any more commonly told dad joke than when someone walks into an office with a bunch of flowers that people go, ah, oh, you shouldn't have. Ah, <laughs> like yeah, that's yeah. one of those classic. You know, like, I actually think I've pulled that a couple oh, of times. No, totally. Well, because it's like you know, it's the one to do. But yeah, again, yeah. that's one of those things that just everyone's like the the accepted thing to do when someone walks into <laughs> an office with flowers. Is you go, ah, oh, you shouldn't have. Have you got sent flowers apart from performing? Like it's a tradition when you're going on stage, you get sent flowers. Yeah. But has anyone ever sent you flowers? It's like, hey, you know, happy birthday or cheer up or whatever. Um, Can't be hospital or entertainment related. Just as like a <laughs> gift. Has anyone got your flowers? No, I've had no unrelated to hospital visits or, or entertainment. entertainment. I've got lots of flowers as in, like, you know, you do get them as gifts a lot when a show opens or, yeah, yeah, or things tradition. like that. So I don't think I've ever received, I've ever been given flowers apart from entertainment or hospital. Not even a hospital, I didn't get flowers. But yeah, apart from entertainment, no one's ever bought me flowers. Right. That's going to be the, my name in my autobiography. No one brought me flowers. No one's ever bought me flowers. Even when I had my nut surgery. You know what? Charlie this is story. the kind of thing you say. And yeah. like if you had said it, I guarantee every show you do from now on, there's people going to be bringing you fucking flowers. So you should say something like, no one's ever brought me pretzel M&Ms. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want flowers. I actually did say to my management at one stage because I used to get like, you know, they'd send me flowers for a nightly night of a TV show or a, I said, I don't want flowers. A, most of the time when you send me things, I'm on tour. So, like, I'm just... <laughs> no perishables. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not going, oh, you know what? I'd really like to brighten up this hotel room with some flowers. <laughs> and and secondly, um, uh, I don't really like flowers. Yeah. So what I do you mean you don't like flowers? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not anti-flower. Well, you're it's not, not like I'm you're, going around... You're not a decorator, though. Like no. You, you don't... Aesthetically, you don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. You don't notice if flowers in the living room table and stuff. I mean, it's nice if someone else has done if it. If someone else has done it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I'm certainly... Like, oh, it's nice to have some fresh flowers, but I'm not the sort of person who's, like, thinks it's that nice that I'll actually go out and get fresh flowers. Yeah, yeah. I'll just look at the TV. Yeah. It's I much more interesting, you know. I th- yeah, I guess... I mean... I, get those fucking flowers out of the way of the television. But how, how about if someone gave you a plant? That's different, yeah? Weed? No, no, like a fern or something like that. No, that's not. That's oh, all thanks. equally. Thank you for giving. That's more of a. Thank gift. you for giving me something that I'm going to have to fucking Watch care die. for until it dies. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Essentially, you have brought nothing but responsibility and disappointment into my life. Because here's what will happen: I will look after it for a while, and it will annoy me, and it will give me no joy, and then it will die. What about if I thank you? What brought you a cactus? Do I, do I, oh, cactus confuse me. Cacti <laughs> confuse me because oh, I, for some reason I, I I don't I trust something. <laughs> I don't trust them. I don't trust. <laughs> I do not trust yeah. a cactus because you know what? Do you need to have water? Or oh, we can go ages without water. But how how long is ages? Yeah. I I trust something more that goes. You know what? I fucking need water every day. But, and don't forget to give me water. Every fucking day, or I'm going to die. That to me is easy to follow. It's easy to follow. But what is the fucking mystery of the cactus? So like, it's almost you like, must feed me once every eighty-seven yeah. days. I need. Water. So I mean, you, you're more comfortable with a girlfriend. You have to call every night to let know where you are. And the yeah. girlfriend is like, just come fuck me occasionally, and you know, let's we'll keep it cash. You want the girlfriend? You got to fucking call every day. No, I need to know. Like, I don't mind that other one as long as I know what the occasion is that we can fuck. Fuck. But otherwise... Well, what if she says, like, fuck me once a month? Your choice. Anytime. It's fine. But, but then I'm like, well, has it been a month? And does the month count from the time I do it? Or do I do get one per you calendar month? You meet her month? on the 1st of January. Yeah, right. And she says, you can fuck me once a month. Anytime, that's fine. Anytime? Anytime. But what does that mean? Like, do so I get anytime one within, per month? in that four weeks. Or is it every four weeks? Because they're different things. I'll just I, explain well, to you what I mean. No, I understand what you mean. Once within that allocated month. So once in January, once in February. Right. If it's no longer January. So I get 12 or, for a year and they don't roll over. Why are you overthinking it? You can fuck this girl because and I it's easy. Because I want to know. And that, how does that relate to my cactus anyway? Because you can't <laughs> just water a cactus Well, you're saying you'd rather fuck... What, I'm trying to, what I think I'm trying to say is you'd rather fuck a cactus every night of the week. What I'm trying to say is I, I understand the idea like every day I need to be fed. I get that. Yeah. I don't get this whole 
I don't need much water. <laughs> what does what? That, that mean? That, and then if you give them too much water, like to, to extend your analogy, <laughs> if a girl said to you, you can fuck me once a month, but if you leave it too far between us I'm fucking, gonna I'm fuck going to die. Oh, I'm going to die. That's not so and, or if you fuck me too many times in a row too quickly, I'm going to die. Yeah, right. That's my problem. Yeah, right. You're scared of killing. I'm scared of killing. Um, there's some cactus you don't have to water at all. Really? Yeah. How, I don't I'm pretty trust sure. that. I don't trust Maybe, something. I don't know. I might, you know what? Can, I may have made that's that That's not up. a cactus. Are you talking about garden gnomes? Well, how come when people say, I don't, when people say, you know, it's cactus, it's cactus. Like, normally you say that about something that is no longer working. But you're talking about one of the most durable plants that is constantly okay. So yeah. doesn't that does that doesn't make any sense? That expression is totally cactus. Is yeah. it, is is cactus like a rhyming slang or something? Cact what rhymes with cactus? Name me one fucking thing. I don't know, but it might be like short for say it's totally Cac- cactus the, plant. Um, right, you know, is uh uh, an, uh work this shant. <laughs> That's awful. Uh, 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 I would love. Oh God, I would love terrible. to see you on some improv show. <laughs> like, thank God you're here, <laughs> just to see your fucking mad improv skills. I've got good improv skills. That was fucking hard. <laughs> okay, Will Cactus Plant. Um. Well, I'd like to see you on Thank God You're Here. Nothing. There's no rhyming slang for cactus plant that refers to something not working. Work you shan't, I thought was not bad. <laughs> no, you're right. Is it, is it shan't or shan't? Shan't. I shan't be doing that. It's shan't anyway. It doesn't work. Uh, it depends what your accent is. Shan't. Yeah, no I one shan't. says, I shan't be doing that. Shan't. Like if you're American, you might say shan't. I might. Shan't. He shan't. He shan't. He, he shan't join you. Is shan't even a word? No, shan't. Shan't, yeah. Yeah, but it is a word. But yeah. Shall not. Shall not, yeah. It's an he abbreviation. Sh- what did an American say? Call Dave Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> I shan't be helping you. Yeah, you're right. I shan't be helping you. Cactus yeah. plant. Yeah. Work. <laughs> work the shan't. No, what is it? Cactus plant. Work this shan't. Work the shan't. I can't remember what we even said. <laughs> All right, yeah. let's uh, wind this up. Um, so check out the website, tofop.com. Oh, yes, um, yes. And um, you can go to my website, willanderson.com.au, to see where I'm touring. And uh, Tofop quotes or quotations. It's at, weird. The Twitter at account Tofop is, quotes. Yeah, at, at, no, hashtag Tofop quotes, isn't it? It's at Tofop uh, yeah. quotations. Uh, Did you know, know that? Has, just a hashtag at Tofop. Yeah, hashtag at Tofop for all your yeah. Tofop, Tofop discussions. Stuff. <laughs> I think the wheels have fallen off this episode. Yeah, I don't, well, no, no. I, yeah, you're right. Lav, so what do we do? We need to find something to go out on. Do we? Don't home. we normally just let people down? Like it normally just kind of grinds its way into the... I suppose. I don't like know. A, it's like a fade. You know, like some, some episodes are like, you know, like, like a big finish. Like, you know, a song's got a really big finish. Yeah, and then some, that. this has just got yeah, a fade. It's like a, it's day, fade, fade like a Beatles day in the life. And yeah. They have like 24 pianos. Doom, and the sustain goes on forever as yes. we... Just quietly mumbling. We're much like the Beatles, Charlie. You're yeah. right. <laughs> that's, that's never gone wrong, people comparing themselves to the Beatles. Oh, it's comparing themselves to Jesus, isn't it? Yeah, but... It, who but, compares themselves but by to... It's who, very... who, who's compared themselves to the Beatles? Well, but like, I mean, it's still like, it's the industry standard. They're known as the, but, the greatest but, Is there anyone who's time. famously compared themselves to the Beatles? Oh, you know, and people say up? bigger than the Beatles because uh, it parodies they're bigger than Jesus, yeah, right? Yeah. And people no, but has someone, as an entertainer, said that about themselves or a band? Oh, I'm sure there has been. Just type bigger than the Beatles into Google and see what comes up. Oh, I know one. Terence Trent Darby. Said he was bigger than the Beatles. He said he was going to be bigger than the Beatles. Really? Do you want to Google it? Yeah. Okay. So I've been online and I've found uh, an article. Terence Trent Darby did at one stage say he was bigger than the Beatles. It says here. Well, that's true because the Beatles never were the lead singer of In Excess. (laughs) So, none of them. It says uh, in this, uh, this is on uh, uh, popmusic.com. After a few uh, bragging remarks, like his debut was bigger than the Beatles and something to the effect of his his being the best 
ever the media... I'm sorry, let me say that again. <laughs> After a few bragging remarks, like his debut was going to be bigger than the Beatles and he was the best ever, the media started to turn on Terence with a vengeance and, and pretty darn quickly too. Um, but on top of that, this is obviously written by his publicist, he was the type of artist who wanted to grow and not repeat himself and that made it difficult for audiences to keep up and strong relationships with his label. Yeah. Essentially... They liked him when he was good. Yeah, <laughs> when you had the one good album. that they liked to sing. And then he went in a new direction, which was producing unlistenable rubbish and the, the fans just didn't want to go with that. Does anyone know a Terence Trent Darby song that is not off that first album? Can you think of one? No, well I'm assuming the only one I can think of which is Sign Your Name Across My Heart. That's from the first album. I'm assuming that's off and the li- first album. Make a local wishing well to kiss oh, and yeah, tell. Right. That's him as well. Yeah, and right. dance little sister. Don't give up. You know that oh, song? I didn't realise Get out of you your rocking chair, Grandma! That you you don't know this? Oh, no, I'm all across. You were... Big on TTD. Yeah, that first album I had yeah. as a kid. Right. But then there is one song off, I think it's his sophomore effort, mm-hmm. which uh, this is going to, like, this, the human internet yeah. in full effect, he had a song called She Kissed Me, right. which is like, he, he changed, because he went from being like R&B and kind of soulful to doing this like just all out rock song where he's like leather jacket playing electric guitar. Lenny Kravitz style. Yes, exactly. And this song went, uh, she kissed me the way no other girl has kissed me there. She kissed me there. It wasn't fair. Something like that. Really? Was yeah. that about analingus, do you yes, think? Yes, I think so. <laughs> no, that would be. Because that's like, what other thing at that point in his life of being like a successful rock star, what place would a girl kiss him that no one else had ever kissed him? On his anus. Yeah, that would be worth seeing about. Because she could kiss you like on your elbow. You know what, I should probably look up the lyrics. Because what if that's actually not what he said? Transfer driving lyrics. Yeah, look them up. She kissed me. Maybe the song is about like, you know, some anal play. Ask play. Uh, Terrence Trent I'd love. That would give me a whole new respect to TTD if I realised that many of the lyrics of his... Uh, Sign your name across my heart. That could be about some sort of pearl necklace. <laughs> so I was thinking... It does actually know? sound a bit like yeah. that. Hey, baby, I mean, that's sign yeah. your name across my heart. Okay, so the the song she, the lyrics goes, she kissed me the way no other girl who kissed me there. Yeah. She kissed me there on her ass, on his ass. When I'm bare, oh, wait, wait, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, it's true. So okay, so he's naked. Do you want me to do the lyrics? Yeah. All right. So, and it goes, she's negative as can be. Right. Is that weak. HIV negative? So she's got her blood work. That's exciting. And she's weak emotionally. Oh. But she kissed me and she put it there. Oh, you know what? I think that's what it is. Like, she's like a... She's she's, negative as can be and she's weak emotionally, but she kissed me. Yeah, well, she's weak emotionally because here's the thing. She's got her tongue in his ass. And that's something that, like, perhaps... Yeah, you know, if she was well connected emotionally, if maybe dad had been yeah, around yeah, yeah. enough, she or wouldn't be doing she that shit really to get people to like her. Yeah, it's the kind of thing you do because you want someone to like you. Yeah, totally. Next lyric goes: She's got a chip on her shoulder blade because her right. dad never bought her the pony. No, I think actually literally. She's, oh, like, like a he, was, chip. he was eating chips. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> she's down there, and he's like got the chip bowl on her head, and and one's fallen on her shoulder blade. And her attitude made me afraid. Well, oh, you know, yeah. you're eating chips on someone's back. They're probably going to give you a bit of attitude. <laughs> exactly. But she kissed me and she put it there. All right. Put it there. Yeah. She kissed me and put it there. She Her tongue. kissed me and put it in my ass. Yeah. Yeah. She kissed me there the way no other girl had kissed me there. Yeah. She kissed me there the way no other girl had kissed me there. When I'm bare, she kisses me there. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. It's all makes sense. all fucking advice. Second okay. verse. When she bets, she'd never hedge. Nice. Oh, she likes walking on the razor's edge. You know what? She's uh, got a Brazilian because he's talked about hedge, like a yeah. cutting. What yeah, do you yeah, do with a yeah, hedge? Yeah. She'd never you have trim a hedge. it, and then and it's like razor's edge. razor's edge. She shaves so it. she shaves her vagina. <laughs> but she kissed me, and she put it there. Yeah, she likes rap and metal really loud. This is definitely a troubled chick. Yeah, and definitely, but that's also like, you're going to put your rap and metal up loud to get over yeah, that, that, that sort of little squealing of the yeah. analingus. Yeah. And she makes her sound. other homegirls proud. Homegirls from like Picture Magazine, you know, yeah. you'd send in photos <laughs> of your girlfriend because right. they're the kind of that's girls. How, that's how we met. Yeah, exactly. Through the, through she the won home 50 bucks from the homegirl section. Yeah. Uh, and she kissed me and she put it there and then the lyrics are, uh, the And it said underneath her photo, like, it said, what are you into? And she was like, Terrence Trent Darby. And he's like been reading Picture Magazine going, brilliant. Awesome. I'm going to totally hook up with this girl. Yeah, definitely. She lo- yeah. She's got a bril- no, she's got a Brazilian, no yeah. hedge. No hedge. Well, when she bets, she doesn't like the hedge. No. Okay, last verse. She's as simple as a girl can be. 
I think she's retarded. Really? Yet he's picked she up like has a forest a cool gun. complexity. Oh, okay. Well, I still think she's retarded. It's just that she gets confused easily. <laughs> <laughs> but she kissed me and she put it there. Yeah. When she met me, I was still a boy. Oh. Now I'm an older woman's toy. Oh. Oh, you know what? She kissed me and she put it there. She's older. Yeah, right. Who do you think? So she's retarded and older? No, I think she's just older. Yeah. She's from a simple time. And you know what the thing is? That is something that older, you know, like, you know, she's older now. She's yeah. like, she's never been able to find a man who she can like, you know, pleasure with her tongue anally. Yeah. And then she's found that young Terrence Trent Diaby taking her under, taking him under her She's wing. gone. I, after this, you can sign your name across my heart. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be wetter than a wishing well. <laughs> That's what he referred to her vagina as, the wishing well. <laughs> I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson.